Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, a world for some of us, no explanation is needed. And for others, that is why we are here. With your host, Edward Chanahan, a psychic medium, paranormal explorer, and author, along with Annette, who is a pagan truth seeker. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. So enjoy. Welcome to the February 17th broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan. That's me and Annette. Hello, Annette. Hello, Ed. How are you this evening? I'm the super. How about you? Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you. Do <laughs> <laughs> you get any snow out there? Just, oh, just enough to cover the driveway lightly. It'll be gone in a couple of days. It's nothing. Okay, so you didn't get you didn't get How about wild. you? Uh, about no. the same, same same amount. Okay. Oh, we got these I laws that you gotta, you know, have it shoveled in front of your house and stuff like that. So, um, no matter what the how deep it is, you still have to get out there and do it. So uh, that well, was that was good. keep it safe for the mailman. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was a simple push. So um, tonight, listeners. It's a special show about the many health benefits of CBD, hemp oil, safe, gentle, legal. And I guess we'll be married, a friend of Annette's, a longtime friend. And uh, that'll be in a little bit. I would like to also say what next week's broadcast will be. Our guest will be Ian Wilson. It's about lucid dreaming and how we can control our dreams in wildness of our subconscious. So... Oh, I'll be interested to talk to Ian. That sounds cool. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. I would also like to say we're going to have a guest on in the future, but um, his name is Ted Gregory, and he is a Pulitzer Prize winning reporter that did work at the Chicago Tribune until last last winter, and uh, he's also okay. he has co-authored two books. The book he's co that he wrote about um or the recent one of his books is mary jane mary jane's ghost the legacy of a murder mm-hmm. in small town america and the murder is this is a true this is nonfiction. it's a true um investigation by him mm-hmm. uh, and the crime occurred in 
northwestern Illinois. The 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 mm. reason I bring yeah yeah and it's been uh, he's been on WG. I mean the people who praise the book are from WGM Radio and stuff like that, TV, etc. Um, editor of Chicago Magazine. So a few people. But the thing I would like to say thank you to Mr. Gregory. About ten years ago, I did um, my Circle of Energy Paranormal Night. I was brought out there to a roadhouse in northwest Indiana, or well, northwest Illinois. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of your place. I was going to say, what and, you were um, my house? What? No, no, no. In Oregon, <laughs> Illinois. Right, go ahead. Yeah, up near Rockford, and um, thing there. I don't recall if I remember this gentleman was in the audience, but he was. And he's donated. Okay. He's, he pretty much wrote a non-judgmental, even full chapter, basically a full chapter on everything I did that night. Well, and, how uh, that? What an honor! That's really cool. Nice. Oh, I thought it was. I didn't even know about it till another author contacted me that's doing an investigation in Illinois, uh, crime invest cold case. And he mentioned this book, so I went and looked, and I got the book, and uh, I was really, uh, really, uh, really thankful to see non-judgmental, basically he right up the whole chapter. Yeah. 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 And what I did, how, how I did it. What you, I see it. Yeah, and in mainstream book yet. Not the paranormal field, but this book was for mainstream, so general public. So uh, nice. I want to, he will be nice. a guest in the future. I just want to say that okay, um, I look forward to that too. Yeah, just go and look look up the book Mary Jane's Ghost: The Legacy of a Murder in Small Town America by author Ted Gregory. So, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. What did I see that uh, science fair winners thing on your? Oh my my. Science Olympiad team took third place at regionals. In fact, we tied for second place, but we were one medal short of that extra step up for the merit. So they asked us to go to state. We went to state last year as fifth place, and this year we're going as third place. So, you know, it will be a small fish or a a small fish in a big pond at state, yeah, but hey, yeah. the experience is awesome, and the kids learn a lot. Yeah, that's good. So, that's yeah, we have fun. Uh, yeah, we learn a lot of cool things. <laughs> that's good. Congratulations. So, um, thank you. One, one final thing, ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in having readings by me, uh, lately people have been requesting me to come to their house for an hour or two do the spirit communication, stuff like that, having a house party and everything, or just want to comment or email me or be on the show, just email Edward L. Well, just go to my website, edwardshanahan.com, period. Just go to edwardshanahan.com. You'll see the emails address right there on the first page. You'll see all the different stuff we're offering that links to house parties, private readings, being on the show, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, let's go to EverChainAnt.com. Are you ready to bring Mary on? Do you want to do an intro Uh first, Annette? Yes, I would love to. So I 
have known this lady all my life. We're about the same age. Uh, we grew up together and have become hard, fast friends for life in our grown-up years. Sometimes I don't know if we want to be called grown-ups, but um, Mary has a solid background. She's a licensed um, RN. She can say better what her all her doctorates are and everything, but this girl knows so much about she, for our family. She's always been the one that we say, oh, Mary, so so-and-so is going through this and this. What do you think? Because at a molecular level, she understands whew, <laughs> molecules and atoms and what makes people breathe well and survive. And, oh, my goodness, I can't say enough nice things. Um, and she herself has been had some medical issues, and she's still with us. Um, she's got a great attitude. She'll never give up. <laughs> and she knows so much about the Yeah. So I give you my my friend, my family, my Mary. Mary, are you Uh-oh. right there? Yeah, I'm there. Hello, Mary. <laughs> Welcome. Hi, Ed. Welcome. It's nice to meet you. I Welcome hope I live up to that introduction. <laughs> Well, you know I love you, so. <laughs> okay. Now, Mary, uh, tell us a little bit so that people understand um, a little bit about the healthcare background that you've had so they can get an idea of, you know, you, you well, speak about your topic because you're worldly on it. Uh, well, I am a licensed nurse in uh, good standing, 30 years of background. Uh, undergrad, I studied both clinical psych, the physiological, neurological psych. I majored in that as well as in nursing. Um, and I went to one of the top prestigious nursing schools in the country at that time. It was uh, number one. Now it's still within the top three. And then continued on at one of the top three teaching universities in downtown Chicago, where I'm basically a clinical professional nurse. I have designed um, medical surgical psychiatric units from the ground up for optimal care of people who have had mental and physical illnesses and to ensure the greatest outcomes, um, uh, growth, uh, biological, psychological, sociological, spiritual, to treat people with decency and create better outcomes. Uh, That unit is still open at Swedish Covenant Hospital, and they've not ever had one successful suicide on this humane, thoughtfully formed unit. Um, all the other units in the state of Illinois, unfortunately, have had those events. Uh, I've been a director of dual diagnosis, which is chemical dependencies um, and with mental issues. Um, God, I've been a director of home health. I have worked clinically inpatient, like I said, for 30 years. I always wanted to be flexible, learn everything I could. I've worked with from infants to cancer patients to AIDS patients head trauma, neuro, uh, emergency room, surgical, intensive care. I did grant work in Key West, Florida. I started, actually got to start one of the very first, I think it's funny doing the CBD show, uh, Key West, Florida, the D.A.R.E. program, introducing it through kindergarten through 12th grade, which was at that time drug awareness through resistance and education. And that model was for the lost children of the sun worshipers to incorporate their mental health, their physical health, their spiritual health, their emotional health, and to stay away and be aware of drugs. Uh, so that's kind of funny. I've worked high-tech. I've kind of just always been obsessed with 
the human condition, which is probably my overall illness. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. Uh, you are you, okay. So I know you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so we we come here tonight to talk about CBD oil, and right. I, I'm going to say in a commoner's way, this is hemp oil. Now, when our public thinks of hemp, they go right away to illegal marijuana. Oh, no, stay away. Can you tell us a little bit about, am I right, is it just hemp oil? Are there variations? And There's variations. We now have it. Um, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. You know, hemp has been a wonderful plant since the beginning of time. It's been around over 10,000 years. And just for your listeners to know, I do use CBD oil. Because I will okay. get at one point, I hope, in our discussion to tell you, why is that going up? All of the different um, diseases it helps treat. Hemp. Okay. Well, initially in the history of hemp, well, we'll get to the CBD if you want, the real history or the hemp itself. Hemp is basically a plant that has less than 0.3% THC. Now, people wonder about hemp. Is it marijuana? Hemp is in the cannabis family. Marijuana is in the cannabis family, but they're cousins. They're not directly identical twins. So basically you could go find hemp, consume all the hemp you want, and you would not get the high off it as associated with marijuana. But hemp does contain CBD. Marijuana, or let's call it cannabis. Cannabis sativa is hemp. There are different types of hemp. Now we commercially grow the, the, the hemp for CBD for the high concentrates. We also have industrial hemp that, God, it's been around. We've used it from the beginning of time. It was on Viking sail ships. It's been grown mm-hmm. and cultivated throughout human history. It's been around since uh, the Neolithic age in China, which was about 8,500 B.C. Uh, it made fibers for making rope. for cloth and rope, et cetera, right? Yeah, it made cheese, okay. ropes. Uh, actually, it fibers. made our flag, the Declaration of Independence, and part of our uh, Constitution was all written on hemp, our Bibles, our shoes, our clothes. Uh, our, our ships were built with it. And hemp okay. now can be refined. We can refine and deride of commercial items as well. It's paper, textiles, clothing, biodegradable plastic, paint, insulation, oh, biofuels, uh, food, and animal feed. Um, and and we've had, a, in the beginning of the U.S., we had a steady supply of hemp that was needed for construction of our battleships, the whole nine yards. So okay. at one point, we actually used hemp as a form of money. To, to pay for things in the United States. That was back in like the 1700s. Um, okay. More history. Oh, Betsy Ross, our flag was made out of hemp. So th- I thought that was kind of interesting little food for fact. Uh, that is. I think George and, Washington had a hemp farm as part of something and he had Thomas, done. Thomas <laughs> Jefferson. Our early okay. books, our Bibles, all of it. So it was the first crop in the United States, and... It was predicted in, like, 1916, this all paper would come from hemp. Now, how do we jump to the CBD? Is that your your question? Well, we know that at a certain point, they made hemp and CBD illegal in in the U.S. And just recently have decided to 
legalize it once again. So it's now something that you don't have to hide about or, you know, you're not so underground anymore trying to, you know, use this non-toxicating substance to, you know, create a better health situation for yourself. Right, and, and the issue was for some time, and I'll go back to, I want to say 1937. There mm-hmm. was a doctor by the name of Henry Anslinger, and he was he made himself basically the very first commissioner of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics. And hemp got the bad rap because he tried to slap hemp and marijuana together in the same category. Then later okay. on, in 1937, people wondered what happened to hemp. So this is a good question. I know my mind could be all over the place, so I'll trust you to no, correct me. No, we're doing good. We're out. Okay. We're out. 19, good. <laughs> okay. In 1937, so here we have this guy appointing himself. He wants a name in medical history, just in history in general. This, and then in 1937, what pushed hemp away from us, away from us, and over the top, uh, it was the Marijuana Act, Tax Act of 1937. And it started the major decline of the industry because all hemp sales started to get heavily taxed on. Uh, there was controversy over the bill. And they, some believe that this policy was aimed at reducing the size of the hemp industry in order to mm-hmm. help the emerging plastic and nylon industries get market share. So it was kind mm-hmm. of, it was not in the best interest. <laughs> surprise, surprise. You know? But we yeah, won't talk right. politics. Okay. <laughs> no, but that, that's what kind of triggered it. And the, the major taxation, we all know as people who pay taxes, when you get taxed to a certain point, it's better to cut your losses and walk away from farming that particular crop and choose something you know is more easily to, to sell and make money on in the marketplace. And then later right. on, we had hemp came back for World War II. Because we needed it for, um, for for building equipment for war, and yeah. then it came back. And in 1957, we kicked it right back out of the door. But um, basically, Henry Anslinger was the initial cause, and they grouped it together then as being a federally regulated drug. They they put hemp and marijuana together as the same category as heroin, which is so inaccurate uh-huh. and unfair. Yeah. So that's basically what led the, to the demise of that. Um, okay. Mary, can I ask you a question? How far? How far sure. back? How far back did they realize it could be used for? I guess medical Medicine? reasons. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, see, one, one note I'm going to get to, and then I'll jump back to that. Uh, there was right. a, a doctor, a, a scientist, in 1971. And uh, his name was Ernest Small. Was he came up with a guide, a definitive guide of how to arbitrarily separate hemp from marijuana. And the guideline Mm -hmm. that separates the cannabis plants, like I said, they're relatives. What separates is that the THC level in hemp legally has to be less than 0.3%. Now, let's say regular marijuana, the current marijuana out there, kids, or whoever are smoking it recreationally to get high. It's 20 to 40% THC content, comparing it to 0.3. Now, history, going back into history, my God, I think they they used it even before the Bible itself was written. Um, Some people have seen it in hieroglyphics. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Hippocrates, the father of medicine, 
in the beginning of medicine, you know, we're creating something new here. So they would, the doctors would go out and they would write down, try different plants and figure out what works, what doesn't work. And, and uh, Hippocrates himself used marijuana or cannabis. I'm going to use that interchangeably. Cannabis, which is also CBD because they're, they're part of the plant. He used it for women with menstrual cramps. Then later on, they used it for anxiety, um, migraines. You know, back then, and this is a, a side note, all our medicines initially came from plants and animals. This was a plant readily available. So I'm not trying to get too far off on a tangent with the history of it, but w- with the marijuana mm-hmm. plant, we, we have used it forever. Later in the 1700s, there is actual documentation by a medical doctor who um, used it for seizure activity. And he gave it for seizure activity, and he found not only after he gave a patient daily doses that he calculated out with that person's age, body weight, so on, what he believed to be accurate, that after a year mm-hmm. of using it, the seizure activity almost became completely extinct. Nice. So, and it's continued on. We use it for infections, balms for pain, analgesia. And the beautiful part is it works the same way as opioids work in our body, but without the addictive components of it, not the components that will destroy your liver, your lung, your kidneys, your vital organs you need to survive. Did that help, Ed, with that question? Um, Yes, ma'am. Yes, it did. (laughs) Okay. So basically the difference, hemp versus marijuana, is the point three. A century of misinformation about it, and the distinction breaks it down. And for most people who don't understand the difference, what is that? I will make it very simple. That's probably going to keep going on while I'm talking. Um, Is that it's two family members of the same species. We have a species called canine, your dog. Well, comparing hemp and marijuana, one is a chihuahua, one's a great dame. They're both dogs, but they're very different. They have common characteristics, mm-hmm. but they're, they're different. So they're not the same thing. They're similar yet different. They're cousins. And, and there's two classifications, indica and sativa. Now, when we talk about cannabis, there's over 2,000 different strains. And now we're growing these strains specifically for different disease entities like epilepsy. Yeah. Go on. Tell us the benefits of all those CBDs. Right. Oh, my God. Well, if I want to get into it, I have notes all over, so I'm tracking with you. What are the okay. benefits? Well, I, I think what's important for... We have a health benefit for, to us today. Well, I'm going to jump to the big thing, and that is okay. the greatest benefit is it's, um, it helps fight disease. It builds our immunity. It's been a natural part of our body since God knows uh, forever. There's a system called the endocannabinoid ECS system. Endocannabinoid system. Basically states it works throughout our entire body. And so let me get to, I have different notes here, so I'm jumping around everything that I wanted to cover. So what is, let me tell you what CBD itself is. It, it's okay. a neurotransmitter. It acts like a neurotransmitter, and it's found in the cannabis plant. It works as a neurotransmitter, which is a chemical substance that it's releasing at the end of a nerve fiber by arriving at the nerve impulse and sending the information across. It helps with sending the transfer of impulse from a nerve fiber to a muscle fiber to a cell to some structure to everything you can think of, and it's neural. 
Your brain is neural. Your spinal cord is neural. Uh, you know, central nervous system, peripheral nervous system, everything. CBD is a antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and a neural protector. It's an immune booster. This is everything that helps stop disease in yeah. mammals, in like human beings. Super plants. Um, yes. And, and what's interesting, uh, I wanted to I'll go back to the endocannabinoid system, the ECS. In medicine, in the past decade, I want to say, there's a theory out of Harvard, and now there's one through different oncological uh, sources as well, that all disease, and this is called um, unifying theory of disease. It's the inflammation theory, which is the unifying mm-hmm. theory of all disease. And in that theory, it states that all disease starts at a cellular, molecular level with inflammation. Now, we're saying all disease, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's, asthma. So when people talk about inflammation, they think Tylenol, Motrin, it's bigger than that. It's what's creating illness and breakdown of our body. So the CBD actually is maintaining our overall physical and health. It protects our mental health because, again, the neurotransmitters, how it's protecting the nervous system, pain. Um, basically, I, I did find one spot that outlined it perfectly out of Harvard and saying that basically we are going to use this as well to fight infectious diseases, which aren't even curable now, like MRSA. We're finding oh, that wow, that's huge. actually, yes, it is huge because we have infectious diseases that are not curable. MRSA is basically a methicillin-resistant staphylococcus aureus. None of our antibiotics can kill it, and it's highly yeah. contagious. You usually get it in hospitals or off of other people. It's on our skin. It's on railings. It's in the store. So you're in contact with it. And if you have a poor immune system, you might end up with it. And that really beats up the human body quite a bit. So this beautiful theory about inflammation, this is the drug of choice. Or it will be the drug of choice. It's something that I think people need to use. Like for me, as you said to people, I am a stage 4 cancer survivor. It's to Mm -hmm. be used in your artillery. I know people have different thoughts on treatments. For me, I thought of it as, okay, I'm going to go off for the fight of my life. I'm going to use my knowledge as a nurse. I'm going to use my knowledge about diet. I'm going to use my knowledge about chemistry and science. And I'm going to, to use what I know. Because remember what I said earlier, all medicines came from plants and animals. So 17, mm-hmm. 1800s, when you had problems with your heart, there were no pharmacies. Your doctors would go out in the field and they would pick a foxglove. Digitalis helps keep your heart in a regular heart rhythm. You had yeah. a headache. You you took willow bark off a tree, and that's known as salicylic acid. That's aspirin. If mm-hmm. you took apples and boiled apples down in milk, peeled them, cut them, chopped them, then strained them through a, 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 a strainer, you're making peptide, but without huh. all the other chemical bases. So this is why plants are so important in medicine. Everything came and originated from it. So, yes, um, Cannabis has been around since the beginning of the time. Some people believe that even the ancient pharaohs used. Now, what the application was, uh, I would guess inflammation, pain, discomfort, anxiety, stress. Now, yeah. was anything documented? Well, we didn't have a scientific method back then, but yeah. So it's, it's huge. It's been around forever. 
and for religious people, I, I, I always mention that there's something in the Bible that says that everything you need has been given to you in the land and in the seeds and all that. Well, I do think that the cannabis is the seed. That counts. It's, it, it affects every system in our body in a positive way. It and, has such great mental health benefits, right? Tell us about that. Well, again, because of now how we talking, your... Excuse me, excuse me. Are we talking the CBD hemp oil? Right. As oh, far yeah, as hemp oil CBD, we're talking about. CM, CM, right. CBD, CBD hemp. CBD. You guys, right. when people hear cannabis, they're thinking marijuana. Well, hemp is a member of the cannabis family. Okay, well, but they're thinking... The differentiation. They're, hemp is... We're, oh, we're, talk, we'll we're not talking... CBD hemp. We'll, we'll call Excuse it hemp. Me. CBD, we'll call hemp. Yeah, CBD hemp. Um, because I don't want to think people thinking, oh, I got to go to a, a marijuana... Um, no, 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 no. No, yeah. because with, with CBD is legal in all fifty states, and it's sold over the counter. What we're and calling sold over it, the counter. right? We're calling it. Yeah, right now it's sold over it's the called, counter. Yeah. We're not talking mar- uh, medical marijuana. Or no, medical or, marijuana is its own category. But uh, yeah. I, okay. I do want to clarify for people out there, as a medical professional. And that's the reason both, why I brought this up right now before we go any further. Good, okay. To leave people know, we're not talking me- medical marijuana or any of that stuff that you need a doctor's no, approval. No, we're talking oh, CBD hemp oil. Yes, that's what I wanted to. Get I can get CBD on Amazon right now. You can <laughs> yeah, get it in. Can, a, but you can buy it, but you know, recommending how to purchase it. I would. There, there's a lot of good resources that people should go to. They're legitimate legal. Resources. I give. Oh, I'll tell you what, real quick, Mary. Though, go back, real quick. Go back and do the clarification of the fact of what's legal and what isn't. Real quick, just run by that what one makes, more time, and then we'll go on to how to buy. Okay. The differentiation, because like I said, it's in, it, it, it's biological that they're in the same. It's botany. They're in the same plant family, but they are different. Mm-hmm. Hemp raised for high CBD content does not have the psychoactive substances of marijuana. You do not get high. You won't, you're not, it's more for the chemical benefit, but both plants do benefit mind and body together. They have synergistic effect. There's more than CBD and CBD. It's from the plants. But are they But both are not legal. Right. Yeah, see, CBD is legal. The, defin- the difference is less than 0.3% THC. It's tested. So when I go The THC part CBD, is the part that would get you high if you were using illegal marijuana. Right. So maybe that helps and with it, the letters of the alphabet to describe what we're right. saying. And, right. And it's, it, it's not a high enough content to test positive on a marijuana test. If that's right. what people want to know, but but so it, you could eat a truckload and not get a high, right? And and, and if you okay. were to test positive, you would have over a couple truckloads in your system, and I'm sure you would be in a hospital and on multiple other medications. <laughs> you're Just not because that's able... two truckloads is way too much for a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I stop at one truckload. Generally myself. speaking, 
<laughs> you know. But, and, and again, what, what's important with how people buy it these days is the difference. We have industrial hemp for products. We now make hemp high in CBD. That is therapeutic. And they're calling it a dietary supplement, not medical marijuana. But, uh, and here's a plug for, I do want people to know this resource before anything else happens. Mm -hmm. One site that I use and I highly recommend is the um, cbdproject.org. Make sure I have that right. And and basically, they are a go-to legitimate source that will tell you how to buy it, where to buy it, what it is, what are the current laws, what's the current research being published, um, how much should you take, uh, yeah. like everything you'd want to know. Another good well, the source cool thing, is – Well, you're out of Illinois, and the uh, thing for the people in Illinois, I don't know about Indiana, but you could go in a lot of the cigarette stores now and pick up the CBD hemp oil um, and – pills and everything else so um it's actually legal in all 50 states so this is why we're seeing more vape shops set up um basically i go in the town of beecher because i live in a small town when i moved here it was 1100 people now it's like four or five thousand our mm-hmm. video store owner believed in the product so much he opened a vape shop and you have to be licensed insured educated He believed in the product because of his own pain management and health needs. Now, when you go to someone at a shop, you're ensuring getting a better quality item because, one, it has to be tested by a third-party person. So, And it has to list the content. It has to show. So when you're buying CBD, let's get to that. Say you walk into your vape shop or you're going online, things you want to know. Well, when you're looking at it, there should be clear labels showing the quantity and the ratio of CBD per dose. There should be a manufacturing date and a batch number for quality control because this is a legitimate business now. This is an industry. It should have lab testing and states that they are tested for consistency and they're free of mold, bacteria, pesticides, solvent, residue, and other contaminants. Because the same mm-hmm. things apply to this like if you were buying Vitamins or supplements at a health food store. Uh, You're looking for quality ingredients. Uh, No corn syrup, no GMOs, no trans fats, no artificial additives. You're also looking at the extraction method of how it was created. You want safe extraction. You you want to avoid products extracted with toxic solvents like uh, propane, BHO, hexane, other hydrocarbons. Uh, These solvent residues are especially dangerous for immune-compromised patients. So you want to look for ones that entail a safer method of extraction. Like they use a procedure called supercritical CO2. That's the healthiest and the safest. And remember, this is the CBD that we're buying in these shops is not industrial hemp. It is hemp designed to have high levels of CBD. So compared to whole plant cannabis, hemp typically, like I said, it doesn't have a high cannabinoid content. So you're not getting high. It's not a categorized narcotic. Um, a huge amount of hemp is required to extract a small amount of CBD. And the reason we want to have the CBD that's tested versus, oh, I found some hemp, I think it's okay, is that basically hemp proper, it's a bioaccumulator. It draws toxins from the soil. 
So it can interrupt the terpenes that are part of the plant, and mm-hmm. it can prevent the, the therapeutic benefits of the plant. So that's why you want to make sure when you buy it that you look for that, the lab testing, quality ingredients, safe extraction, no weird chemicals. Okay. Now, the biggest thing with using all this stuff, and a site you can go to is the Ministry of Hemp, which is a, a ministryofhemp.org, which clarifies everything in a nutshell for everyone. Um, CBD tinctures are the most popular way to consume CBD oil right now. Uh, a tincture comes in a small concentrated bottle, liquid droppers on top, like you had in high school science class. It allows you to simply place drops of the tincture under your tongue, where the liquid contents are directly absorbed into your bloodstream. Then the remaining liquid swallowed. Tinctures are more potent than other ingestion methods of CBD, like soft gels, like Ed mentioned, like edibles, which must have to, they have to go under digestion first before entering the bloodstream. Uh, they're also paving a way for more healthier, more powerful solutions altogether for health management. Um, some conventional tinctures might use alcohol as a solvent or a base. New current methods now are being used like um, olive oil, um, coconut oil. Because traditionally a tincture was a plant or herb extracted in alcohol. But mm-hmm. now we're calling it uh, oil extraction as well. So CBD okay. tinctures become popular. Go on. Okay. Um they also have the CBD in lotions. Um, yes, that, about and that. That is, the lotions are exceptional for um, localized pain. You know, say you don't have a headache. Say you don't have anxiety. I mean, because this, this works from children to the elderly. However, mm-hmm. it should be discussed with a physician, especially if there's other health issues and medications on board for any patient. Um, Thank you. Your skin, is, and that is important. No one thinks there's no one cure-all at any health food store or anywhere else. It's combination therapy that always wins the day. Um, for people taking CBD, and then I'll get back to its other forms, um, if people are new to taking it, 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 it's best to pick up a small bottle and start out just taking a few milligrams of it a day via drops under your tongue. In a smaller range, around 250 milligrams. And that will last quite a while. And, and again, read the labels. Make sure what's in it, that it's good, uh, that it's been tested, and it's marketed as a hemp oil tincture uh, or CBD. They vary in their content, um, but their strength can vary. So basically you start off with a couple drugs, say a couple drops under your tongue twice a day. Okay, you feel okay, but you may not feel a little better. Okay, the next day, increase it. You cannot overdose on this. It would be a waste of, of the, the drop, but you increase it till you feel benefit. Uh, a good example for me is that um, for multiple years of high-dose chemo and radiation, although it, chemo, of course, the purpose is to kill cancer, it also damages your nervous system quite severely. So I have um, chemo-induced neuropathies. And it's mm-hmm. the same as peripheral neuropathies like diabetics have. So it severely damaged the nerves, my hands, and my feet. I have tried other medications prescribed by physicians, which sole purpose is to treat neuropathy. I have had very poor response. 
little to no benefit from it, and severe, severe bad side effects, very, very bad side effects. I started the CBD, and, oh, my gosh, after the first dose, I felt relief. It was the first relief I felt, oh, my God, in about seven or eight years. It's still present, Mm -hmm. but it took the volume, say, from a 10, and it's dropped it down to, like, a 3. Or I'm not so constant. (laughs) Yeah, because the the feeling of neuropathy that people don't know, you lose sensation. It gets cold, stabbing, needles, pins. It feels like your feet have been put in blocks of cement or you're buried in, like, a sandbox, and you just can't get that tingly, sandy feeling away. And it's very numb. You stumble. It changes how you walk. But with the CBD, my gosh, all the drugs I've tried for years, I put myself on CBD years ago. And the benefit, I feel it's helping me, so ta-da, it must be. <laughs> now, will that, let me ask you a question, Mary. Will that affect an individual taking other medicine? No. The CBD does not chemically, it, it, it's... It's hard to say this. Okay. It won't interact with any other substance because it has a uh, the ECS system. It's a naturally occurring molecule in our body. We identify it. It doesn't mix with other chemicals like you're saying for an adverse drug event. It's not going to make a heart med act worse. It's not going to make a psych med or anti-anxiety worse. It, it, actually, it's synergistic. CBD is a very synergistic substance. And by that, what I mean is... It works in tandem with those medications. Okay, it so those meds work, it can make other meds work better, and in some instances, depending on what that medication is, people can come off other meds with it, like even pain meds. Okay. Okay. All right. And, and work with your doctor, and hopefully, Mary, what's a good way to, for people to say to their doctors, hey, I'm interested <laughs> in trying this alternate practice with well, you know what the, yeah how can you there talk to the man <laughs> well honestly now it's hard yeah over 65 to 75 percent of doctors most of them will say oh cbd is fine and up to 75 percent now i'm saying medical marijuana approve of that because now we have documented research and clinical studies that shows its medicinal benefit you know, I'm, okay. like I said, I'm jumping all over. Big kinda, yes. I, I mean, let me go back to a list I'm looking for while we gab. I, like, I had a lot of information here, so I'm fragmenting while we jump. Diseases. Let me, I'll just rattle off the top of my head. Cancer, Parkinson's, epilepsy, Alzheimer's, stroke, rheumatism, schizophrenia, PTSD, cancer, irritable bowel. MS, Lou Gehrig's disease, mad cow disease, Alzheimer's, uh, bipolar disorder, anxiety disorders, depression disorders, anything doing with the nervous system disorders, muscular dystrophy, uh, RSD syndromes, fibromyalgia. There's probably about over 100 different known diseases that it can help. And It's just a sin that we were without it this whole time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and another big event, because I am jumping all over here, another big event was the story of a little girl. 
And this, everyone, you can go online, Google it. Her name was Charlotte, and she had a rare form of epilepsy called Dravet's syndrome. Now, she was diagnosed at three months old. Now, at the end of the story, I'm going to tell you, Charlotte's Web, and now we have a new drug called Epidiolex from CBD, which is the drug that came out of that. Somebody's moving, making a lot of noise. So, okay. okay. There's a lot of noise in the Anyways, background. We, That's my we fault, go, sorry. Oh, shame on you, Annette. So, as we go, we go to the study of this little girl. She was having over 300 seizures a week from mm. age three months. They tried everything humanly possible for her. She was in intensive care. They even at some point had to write up a do not resuscitate order. After, by the time she was two, she had symptoms of severe autism, uh, severe muscular impairment, problem-solving skills, all of that. And her parents said finally with the doctor, they found these group of gentlemen named the Stanley Brothers. Who started create? They created the strain called Charlotte's Web for this little girl. Well, within the first week of taking this, she had absolutely no seizure activity. Now, she's been maintained on this. This not only has helped Charlotte; it has helped thousands of children with this deadly form of epilepsy. Now, let me tell you: yes, she might be on the other meds, but these other meds. They, they they change the whole chemical balance of your brain because epilepsy is this uncontrolled electrical discharge in your brain. So she would have massive seizures. She'd be choking. They had a helmet on her. Sometimes couldn't feed her. It, her she had no life. By the yeah. age of two, she is now six years old. She might have a seizure once a month. She no longer wears a helmet. The symptoms of autism are gone. She can ride a bike. She's a happy, healthy little girl, and she's catching up, and she's considered a normal, healthy child now. She has epilepsy, but it's wow. so well-controlled. It's not, it's not the events are not reoccurring. They're not totally disabling to her. Good. And Good. if people will go to that site, look up Charlotte's Web and what they went through. These parents went through every doctor, everything they could, and, and they found the needle in the haystack, and it was CBD. Wow. Um, Incredible. Other things with, yeah, methods of ingestion. You can inhale it. That's the vaping. And that'll come in onsets in 15 minutes at last two to four hours. You can ingest it. And the onset of that, you know, you could even have a CBD drink, you know, edibles, pills, capsules. That sets in one to two hours. And that duration is four to eight hours. Oral includes the tinctures, mints. We have lozenges, breath strips, sprays. Some people even make suppositories. And that can enter your bloodstream in 30 to 60 minutes and last four to eight hours. And, and as you said, topicals. The topicals are bombs. They're salves. They're sprays. There's creams. Mm-hmm. You put it directly on the skin or muscles. And it sets in in 15 to 20 minutes but can last up to 12 hours. I use the salves and the bombs because all of that stuff gave me bone diseases. Um, uh, it, it strips the myelin. The treatments ruin your nerves. CBD yeah. helps restore the myelin sheath on my nerves. It cuts the pain to my bones. Um, it boosts my immune system, especially with having had a history of cancer. 
I want to have a strong immune system. The fact that it mm-hmm. could fight off infections that could be deadly to me, like MRSA, when I'm exposed in a clinical setting. I, I can't say enough good things about it. It doesn't interact poorly. You can, I could give it, I gave it to my elderly father uh, and he had benefit. And I would never now, the under give the, anyone The what? under the tongue um, way of taking it. Sublingual? Right. Yeah. How long before it gets in the system and how long does it last in the system? Well, when you do it, so we call that sublingual or orally. Uh, usually zero, it's, it depends, zero to 15 minutes, how you absorb Mm-hmm. The quickest way is like in, inhalation is quick. A couple minutes when you put it under your tongue. I, some people think 30 to 60 minutes. I, I would go with 30 minutes, 20 to 30. How That's long does it last? Actually, that lasts 48 hours. And the nice part okay. is you can carry that tincture bottle with you. And since you can't overdose, and as I said, you start at a lower dose and build up, okay, <clears> you might want to take two drops three times, twice a day. Or three drops twice a day. You're the one who titrates the dose. And as mm-hmm. soon as it's worn off, you'll know it's time to take some more. But uh, the salves are wonderful. They, I, I can get through with a salve, uh, you know, not all the pain, but the bad joint pain up to 12 hours. It's great for muscle nice. pain. And they even use CBD for all. They're looking at now the treatment of other cancers. It's great with breast cancer patients, with Patients like myself who had metastatic uh, colon cancer. It protects your eyes, glaucoma. I mean, I had a list I was going to rattle off because I real- I've i never done a podcast, so I realize this is more conversational. But yeah. the list of illnesses that it helps, there's over 100. And think about the pharmaceutical companies that produce all these drugs. With all- Go on. Sometimes I get these. Just like messages at once, once in a while. <clears throat> Have you tried? Okay, the spinal cord runs up the base of the neck, you know, through the neck and up to the base right. of the skull. Have you tried mm-hmm. putting a lotion there, and would it affect the nerves yes. running through that area? Yes. Well, when I'm said that it, 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 it's a great, it protects your nervous system. So wherever there's damage, it, it's great for NS, spinal cord damage, pinched nerves, trapped nerves. Yes, rub it directly over the pathway of your spine and where if you have nerve pain, like trapped nerve pain in your shoulders or off your hip, like sciatica, uh-huh. or well, I call it sciatica, too many Star Wars shows, but <laughs> that will help block that pain significantly. If for fibromyalgia, fibromyalgia pain is so bad, another nerve-related disorder, that when people are touched, they're in horrible pain. So that disappointment, mm-hmm. you know, some days I want to bathe in it. Right. And somehow, <laughs> I was just thinking that. using it, believe it or not, uh, there's some new development as an aphrodisiac of, you know, KY jelly thing. It's similar to that, but it actually enhances our human sexuality. It brings more pleasure. It's more relaxed. And they're like thinking, oh, my God, this is the holy grail of plants. Yeah. You know, and, I, and that's a weird thing to mention, but, you know, no. I thought I would. And some people who can't absorb uh, even have suppositories for it. But that's not sexually related. It's for pain management. Even it, it's so gentle. You mentioned for babies, for elders, and even animals, right? 
Isn't there quite a market growing now? Yes. And like I said, for sure, I give my dog CBD because she was a rescue and they had her sedated when we picked her up because I guess nobody really wanted her. Got her home and she has an inverted vulva. Well, this dog's anal glands get impacted. Very uncomfortable. Mm. And it triggers like an immunological reaction, like an allergic reaction. So she's digging at herself. She is tearing at scratching nonstop. And to treat the dog, Mm. I have to give her a a substance called, for allergies, um, Apoquil. Now, there could be a surgery for the dog. The odds are it would kill the dog, destroy the dog, and it's not worth it. So she gets Apoquil. Well, now people like me switch our dogs to CBD. CBD works on dogs' joint pain, inflammation pain, um, stress and anxiety, dogs who get nervous on the 4th of July, dogs who can't handle fireworks. So if you know a bad storm is coming, take a couple drops. You can put it in the dog's food or put it in the dog's mouth. I put mine in my dog's mouth. So gentle. And I, and yes, and I dose her twice a day because to see an animal tearing themselves up and then they're taking a drug that's supposed to be what? An anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. This is an excellent anti-inflammatory, and I don't have to worry about side effects. Because when a dog has a drug reaction, they're not going to be able to tell me. But right. with the CBD, I don't worry. The worst thing that could happen is you give your dog too much and they're a little more relaxed than usual, but they're pretty happy about it. <laughs> but it's never killed it's, it's never killed anyone. <clears throat> and if you have a dog who goes nuts and it was stormed, panting crazy, I have a little border collie like that. Oh my god. To, to see that trauma go away and the dog just lay down like, yeah, okay, it's lightning, it's thunder, you're with me, I guess I'll, I'll suffer through it somehow. Is amazing. And it works that way with people. It works that way with adolescents. It works mm-hmm. that way with AD, ADHD, attention deficit disorders, and all the drugs that come with that. This is the most natural way to calm yourself. It helps you sleep. It helps in digestion. It, it it helps on every level because, again, that disease theory, inflammation at a cellular level causes all the tissue and cell damage that then mutates and forms cancers and immunological disease. And dam- there's also your genetic components, your family history, your environment, your diet. But all of those things that we are prone to, it protects you from. So this is something that people could be taking daily. As a preventative, like better than a vitamin, better than a multivitamin. Multivitamins have side effects. This sure. What does CBD taste like, Mary? What does it taste like when you put it under your tongue? Is it weird or do you get used to it? You get used to it. I actually, for the best benefit, as we were talking about absorption sublingually, yeah. to speed up sublingual absorption. Because I said, what, 15, 20 minutes? If you want it to go mm-hmm. faster... I put the drops under my tongue, and I let it sit there for a full minute. Then I swallow it. That way I am speeding up absorption into what they call the mucosal membrane. So I'll probably get that in like five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All because I let it sit where it could be absorbed. That's why with people who vape, it goes more quickly when you vape because you're inhaling it directly into your lungs, which takes it immediately into your bloodstream. And you feel the benefit. But vaping in that, that could be an irritant to your lungs as well. Right, right. So the tinctures are ideal edibles. 
I want to say thank you. We're running out of time, believe it or not. We've uh, we've only got like four and a half minutes left. Yeah. Oh, um, my. It went by so fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we only, we only touched the tip of the iceberg. I would like so, to have you back. And okay. I'm going to talk to Annette about different subject matters also. Um, okay. Maybe stuff, you know, what what you would suggest for uh, people with as we get older, memory loss, or they may have had memory loss due to, um, um, I geez, I forgot. Not now, not now, for another show. For another <laughs> show. Okay, for another well, show. I'll tell you okay. right now, CBD is excellent for your mental health, your high, cognac, high, cognac, high cognition, they call it, high cognitive function. It's good for your memory. It's good for your brain. It stops the buildup of amyloid plaques, which is related to what? Alzheimer's disease. Yeah, right And memory loss, there's there's things to do for memory loss to to retrain your mind and body, but CBD is a good place to start. It gives you mental clarity. Okay. Well, I will send the the info to Annette and ask her to pass it on to you about different couple different things um, that the general public and what's becoming kind of a Many people seem to be coming down with it and all that stuff, just like I found out peroxide is bad to use as a mouthwash on a daily basis. It's like, really? Um, so yeah. so different base, different things we could tap into in the near future. And uh, we got like two minutes left. And uh, I would hey, like Mary, to I you. love you. Thank you I for coming you on too. tonight. <laughs> oh, you're Thank you for all the knowledge. Right. Happy One more to share you with the world. Yes, it also helps with diabetes. So everything you think of, it Aww. works because your, your body identifies it, uses it, processes it. But definitely check out um, check out the CBDproject.org, the Ministry of Hemp, and go to the vape shops in your neighborhood. I go to mine Silver Screen because they have been trained in it. They know exactly what to buy. There's a risk for them. They have to be licensed, insured. That's the safest starting point. And then when you know what you're doing, like Annette said, check out your Internet site. But make sure it's organic. No demos. I talked to a vape shop owner, and he says that stuff's moving faster than anything they've had in the store before. So, Mm -hmm. um, People who believe in it are finally happy not to be illegals, you know? But, you know, to physically feel the results. Because the other meds I took for the severe nerve band, not yeah. pain, not other issues I have, the severe nerve pain and neuropathy almost immediately, where I was taking stuff, the side effects, confusion, can't formulate your thoughts, loss of bone mass, thinning jawbone, bleeding ulcers, all of that to try to kill that nerve pain. And the CBD helps with the pain. It helps with the digestion. It helps maintain my bone health. It did everything I needed to do and more. And like with I said, that, Mary, people, I want to say thank you. You're we welcome. got less than a minute left. Thank you okay. for being on. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It was Annette, a pleasure. Annette, hang on. Thank you, Mary, and we'll be talking in the future. And thank you for all the wisdom. All right. Okay, thank bye. Good night, honey. Happy 31 days till spring, folks. Hang in there. Oh, right <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, okay, thanks, Ed, but nice to talk with you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
Well, thank you, and that that was that was good. That was good. Yeah. So she knows what she's talking about. She's amazing. <laughs> she is, and you know uh, what? She stays calm in a crisis situation and gives you the facts. That woman is a miracle. <laughs> good, good. Um, yeah. Listeners, remember next week I and Wilson lucid dreaming and how we can control our dreams and wildness of our subconscious. Um, I got a great question for him because and now you think about this. Is this like skyring to Black Mirror type of stuff, but with the mind? Annette, thank you. Crying, yeah. Okay. Thank you, listeners. Good night, everybody. Blessed be. Good night. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.